<laughs> it's hard to pour beers when six guys are fucking you. That's true. That's true. You get jostled a little. Welcome to the F Plus Podcast. Terrible pros glistening with enthusiasm. In the room tonight, we got Lemon. The beginning was a good buildup, and then when the action started, it became very cheesy in the dialogue. The sex talk was lame and not very original, but I did come. <laughs> Jack Chick. Vlot, I just want to end the Abdalorian pirate slave trade business and set Zorlocks free from their clutches. <laughs> Achilles Heelys. They want to share me like a big sign of beer and pass me around so I can all taste my strudel. <laughs> <laughs> Nutshell Gulag. The Dark One had finally accepted me just in time for everything to change because Vane's brother, the crocodile, had just arrived on Neverland soil <laughs> and he's not alone. <laughs> and uh, somehow only now for the first time on the podcast, it's Turtle. Yay! He teases, he entices, he sucks, he fucks, and his machines do the rest. This is how the legend of Dr. Jack Me Off was born. <laughs> yes. 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 And Boots Rain Gear. As much as that prospect terrifies her, Luana cannot deny being intrigued by the hybrid she is to marry, with his strange eyes full of stars, his majestic wings, and his hypnotic voice. Hey, F plus. I got a I got a question specifically for Jack Chick. Uh, yeah, what's up, Jack Chick? What you been reading lately? Uh, yeah. So uh, I've been going. I've been trying to read through a bunch of uh, Murakami, um, and also uh, you know uh, books about artisan cheese making. Okay. Is there any fucking in them? I mean, there's there's a bunch in the cheese making. Yeah. <laughs> Is that how you make the cheese? Yeah, that's that's kind of an advanced technique. <laughs> nice. Well, you know, there's all of that time you have to wait for it to age. What else are you going to do? <laughs> you know, but but also like uh, uh, there's a number of very fine French cheeses that uh, you have to squirt into. <laughs> wow. That's, that's, is that wow. How you, so that's, so how, that's, that's where that's, that listeria outbreak came from. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you get the stink. <laughs> wow, this... What, what the fuck? <laughs> so speaking of uh, Jack Chicks being the source of Listeria, yeah. we've got a, a document from Secret Agent 69 completely unrelated to that. Um, it's about uh, uh, Goodread pages, articles, I guess. Uh, Goodreads is a, uh, is a, is a website for uh, listing books and reviewing books and having stupid opinions on books. Uh, and this is all specifically for erotica found on there. Uh, I'm pretty excited for this. So, so it's, are you yeah. are you trying to tell me that like the books that we're going to read, like while mm -hmm. erotic in nature, will be like sophisticated? Like, because I'm an intelligent oh. person. Yeah, classy. I'll be real yeah. classy. Yeah. Like, well, obviously, I want my assy. I want my assy to be classy. 
<laughs> Obviously, we've we like I brought you here. I brought Nutshell here. I brought Jack Chick here. I brought Turtle here, mm-hmm. and Achilles mm-hmm. is also here. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing worse than Sorry, banal Achilles. anal. So, yeah. <laughs> Achilles. It's the anal and banal. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so Lemon, yeah. could you uh, start us off? Give us the, you know a little bit of a description for the description. Description. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You really so have to do it all. Get this. smoked for this. I went. I went a little hard on the whiskey right before we started. So you're, I you're doing an excellent job. <laughs> real, real thank excellent you. Job. Thank you. Oh, that's great. That's good to hear. I'll just. Uh, I, I get it. But you're still. Why don't we just wrap it up? The, the problem is your your morning time dot is right now. Um, <laughs> morning so, time dot is time dot is is gone. We had to use time dot gov. Everything's been thrown out of whack. I'm I don't cutting, know what to I'm do. Cutting this part. I'm I'm hosting this episode. <laughs> Uh, uh, Lemon, tell us about uh, Rock Chick Rescue. Oh, sure. Uh, you're into you're into Rock Chick Rescue, so that's that's great. Um, I just want you to know that there's there's more to erotica than just Fifty Shades, whether mm, headed okay. for uh, happily ever after or just a momentary happy ending. These are good examples of what's beyond Christian and Anastasia. Right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Okay. Great. Now then, Rock Chick Number Two. Jet, uh, mm. This is a total score of uh, 4.3, Um Jet okay, McAllister. Yeah, your, your name is Kristen Ashley. Yeah, I'm Kristen Ashley. Yep, absolutely. I'm a Goodreads author. Uh, Jet McAllister has a secret. Eddie Chavez has the hots for Jet. Not to secret? mention, Eddie's just plain hot. Uh-huh. Are those my secrets? Uh-huh. That Yes. My secrets are that yeah. Eddie has the hots no, for me. No, her secret is unspecified because... Uh, then apparently you'll want to read the book to find out. Oh, okay. Is. Well, I guess there's, mm. hopefully there's a series. Uh, okay. Oh, oh, yeah, no. So, yeah, Jet McAllister has a secret and then a completely different point <laughs> sharing the same paragraph. Anyway, Jet has too many problems to realize that Eddie's interested. Eddie loses patience when Jet ends her waitressing shift at a strip club with a knife at her throat. Hmm. Yep. Why is that her fault? Yeah. Yeah, Let's yeah, move no. on. Let's move on. Since Eddie's a cop, he figures oh. he can help. Since nope. Jet's used to solving everyone's problems, she doesn't want Eddie's help. That does sound like a real cop move. So, what holding a knife to her throat at closing time? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. I don't know. It's not a gun. So, oh, fair. Yeah. Well, Throw in a Dolly Parton look-alike, a gruff but lovable strip club owner. Jet's ne'er-do-well father, his ne'er-do-well friend. Wait, the, the father's friend? Neither of these people do well. Never, never no, do they do it's well. Good that, it's good never. that roustabouts have found a, uh, a place in the world. Yes, yes, vagabonds, what about, what about yes, absolutely. What about rapscallions, though? <laughs> uh, so, uh, so yeah, the, the ne'er-do-well friend, Bear... Bear, so I got uh, the ne'er-do-well father, then the ne'er-do-well's father's ne'er-do-well friend, Bear. Then, since we're on the topic of Bear, Bear's long-suffering, chain-smoking wife, LaVon, and the crew from Rock Chick, and you've got Rock Chick Rescue. What the fuck is Rock Rock Chick? Chick? So apparently only Bear and LaVon have names out of all the secondary cast members. Yeah, 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 yeah. they've, They've done well enough for that. Okay. Uh, I guess we would have had we would have had to have read Rock Chick One to understand what Rock Chick are. You haven't. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. 
Rock Chick Rescue takes you on a wild ride with Jet, Eddie, and the gang as they wrestle bad guys in a bagel shop? Cool. Great. <laughs> they hit Denver's backstreet poker tables with big hair. Okay. <laughs> you parts that. And they help the strippers at Smithy's take down a would-be murderer. Through this, Jets got to learn that even when life made you give up your dreams, you can still end up with the hot guy. Eddie's got to rescue Jet from a bad man. So he can do better things with her and teach her that some dreams can come true. I'm a writer. I, you sure are. I, you wrote oh, all that. I typed all of that. That was uh, that was some good typing. Oh, I did just realize that I I thought Eddie put a knife to her throat because the way that was written was so poor. No, but no, no. Okay, I get it now. No, okay, <laughs> cool. No, yeah. Eddie just lost uh, patience with her because somebody put a knife to her throat. Yeah. yeah. Oh God, God again. Why Jesus do you keep Christ. on putting yourself in these situations where you're victimized? Mm-hmm. Uh, because mm-hmm. the writer is shitty. That's why. <laughs> Uh, Good Goodreads has a section called Popular Answered Questions. Victoria Town has something to ask. A nutshell? Oh. I'm reading this book now. Anyone else absolutely hate that she calls her lady bits her doodah? It drives me crazy! <laughs> oh. <laughs> Put it in my doodah. And then uh, Turtle, take wheelie. You're not alone. I also hated her incessant use of the term eek, too. The character seems to be a thirteen-year-old, tw- a thirteen-year-old teenager trapped in the body of a twenty-something. Eek, my dear. Well, since they're all stealing from young adult novels, um, that's okay. probably the case. So, so thirteen years old would not be a teenager. <laughs> it's right. It's right there in the word, man. Uh, and then, uh, and then, Blackie, romance addict, uh, has. As a review, and also has placed it on several shelves. Yeah. Oh, Blackie, Blackie loved this book. Yeah, I rated this five out of five stars. It's on my favorites, my 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 favorites shelf, my favorite contemporary shelf, my red How 2014 many? shelf, my five stars for enjoyment shelf, <laughs> my read contemp modern erotica shelf, my red 2013 shelf, my red 2021 shelf, my review shelf, my red 2012 shelf. <laughs> Okay, so this I is read this like over yearly, four different years. Yearly, this is just a yearly read for for this. Book. Yeah, no, this is this is Blackie's Anna Karenina right here. Yeah. <laughs> well, three years, three years in a row, and then came back seven years later to be like, you know what? It's been a while. <laughs> I always find something new in the text. Dog-eared, underlined, highlighter, notes in the margin. Like, what is what does she mean by doodah here? Chiquita, women spend a lot of time sitting around bitching that there are no good men out there. I hate to tell you this, but there aren't a lot of good women either. The difference is when a man sees one, he knows it. Then he goes after her and wears her down till she's his. Hey, Lemon, you want to make want me to make it worse? Yep. <laughs> then if she he's any man at all, he won't let her go. Yay! Yeah, that's, that's, that's a good 
good that's romantic a, relationship to good, idealize. That's a, yeah, I like that. I like Wait, that whole worldview. That's all in quotes. Is that from the book? Yeah, yeah that's so. from it the book. Be. And then she posted the little, uh, uh, what do you call it? Hunger Games <laughs> gif with the girl screaming, I volunteer. And then she actually starts talking underneath that. Because she, she wants cool. to get worn down. Yeah, worn down and, and never let okay. go. I actually forgot how awesome this book was, Less Than Three. Being the second in line, so many others came after it that were amazing and pushed Eddie down on the list of fav RC men, but really, Eddie is Less Than Three. This one is fun like the rest of them, with another clueless heroine and a guy who's doing everything to make her see he won't let her go. Thanks, Glam, for rereading it with me, Less Than Three. Every time it says, uh, won't let her go, I'm just matching, like, a human-sized kennel in his, his garage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Blackie asterisk romance addict, addict asterisk uh, has uh, rated 1,283 books on, uh, wow. on Goodreads. Yeah, 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 yeah. Great. Uh, I, am, I am right now at this moment creating a uh, Goodreads <laughs> account in order to find out what else Blackie yeah. likes. Great. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're doing the Lord's work. I sure am. So, um, uh, Healy's. Um, oh, sorry. Real quick, before we, before we move on, um, mm-hmm. uh, has anybody gone to the actual uh, Smut for the Smart uh, list? No. No. Okay, so it, it's okay. there's a link at the top, and uh, yeah. you know at the beginning, uh, uh, Lemon mentioned like, you know, there's more to erotica than just Fifty Shades, yeah. uh, right? So uh, I would just like to state that the number twenty seven book on the list is uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Well, <laughs> <laughs> not a whole lot. I'm surprised it's not, not higher. I mean, I, yeah, like <laughs> there's, there's more to it, including, there's worse including <laughs> there's there's more erotica than Fifty Shades of Grey, but that's still inclusive of Fifty Shades. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Fifty Shades Darker is 38. I like Fifty Shades. What do I read now? How about the back of a box of oatmeal? <laughs> awesome. What else you uh, Healy's. Yeah. Uh, can you re- can you read us the description of the book uh, Beauty's Punishment by I don't know, some probably unknown author. <laughs> oh, okay. <clears throat> yeah. Well, yes, I, I am unknown. I'm A.N. Rockalar, uh, or uh, otherwise known as Anne Rice. Yay! Oh, Lord. <laughs> my, my, my mama had a copy of Anne Rice's The Mummy, and so I got to read all the sex scenes in that, and that doesn't make me look upon this kindly. <laughs> well, yeah. this is the delicious... An erotically charged sequel to the claiming of Sleeping Beauty from the author of Beauty's Kingdom. It is impossible to read anything from Anne Rice without using that voice. (laughs) (laughs) I I imagine that you have like a beignet at your desk just in case the topic comes up. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yes, of course. (laughs) This sequel to the claiming of Sleeping Beauty, the first of Anne Rice's Writing as A.N. Rockelar, volumes of erotica, continues her explicit, teasing exploration of the psychology of human desire. Now Beauty, having indulged in a secret and forbidden infatuation with the rebellious slave, Prince Tristan, is sent away from the satiricon-like world of the castle. The 
sold at auction. She will soon experience the tantalizing punishments of the village as her education in love, cruelty, dominance, and submission and tenderness is turned over to the brazenly handsome captain of the guard. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, so you did you you took the story the, you took the story of O and you did it like a find and replace on proper nouns. Is that I mean, what happened? So so because this is an Anne Rice book, I'm pretty sure that that's not pronounced the village. It's the village. <laughs> <laughs> the village. <laughs> and once again, Rice's tale of pleasure and pain dares to explore the most primal and well hidden desires of the human heart. This series predates the eroticism of E.L. James' Fifty Shades of Grey and Sylvia Day's Bared to You. Oh no, this bracket never ends. <laughs> the bracket never oh, ends. What, oh, did no, that, that, what did that have? Why, why did you say that? Because that's, that's when S&M was invented. Oh, okay. Yeah, Obviously. It's just the, I forgot. So the real heads know that Anne Rice invented S&M. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Hey, my name's Hillary. Cool. I gave this a three out of five. Personally, I don't find this book as enjoyable as the first. Then again, I'm not really into pain and punishment. Then why are it's you meant- reading an S and M book? <laughs> <laughs> it's well, meant yeah, to if be you're not into punishment, why are you reading Anne Rice? I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why am I doing this? Uh, it's mentally stimulating, but lack the depth of the first book. Still a good read if you're into raunchy erotica. Uh, and then, <laughs> fuck. Lemon, yeah. take uh, Matt P- Pichochinsky. Yeah, my name's Matt, and uh, this was three out of five for me. Uh, this second installment was to the first, as Empire Strikes Back was to New Hope. <laughs> Fucking hell. Good. good. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. I I'd know like I'm to getting... note that one of the shelf tags for this uh, this book is cringeworthy. Off to an orgy, everybody. Well, now now I'm getting horny. Hey, hey Turtle, could you read the uh, the the next book in the document? Uh, I'd rather not, not, not read book, the next actually. book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to read the whole thing. Here we go. Give All right. Well, you should have told me this ahead of time. <laughs> Just go into a corner. Don't like. Don't say anything aloud. Just do it. Oh wait, wait, wait! Don't read it. No, out sorry. Of, don't, oh yeah, don't read it out of the document. Read it out of the actual page because there's some more info on the actual page. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me pull that up. Oh goodness. Uh. This is the claiming of wondrous woman in the land of ice and snow. Ah! Superheroines in her. <laughs> <laughs> Superheroines in erotic bondage number one. Oh, God. <laughs> what, what's what's that, this? That, uh, that implies that she's going to make more. What's the, what's, this, what's, uh, what's the name of this author? Bella Swan. Cool. Of course. Uh, real cool. quick. Real of quick. course it is. Real quick. Uh, good news. Yeah. They didn't make any more of these. Oh, thank God. The oh, so it's a collector's by, by edition. Bella Swan. Nipped it's it like in the bud. Just... Well, no, this is the only one in the superheroines and erotic bondage category. Oh, okay. This is a very explicit sex story of the claiming of Wondrous Woman, a superhuman alien who escapes an invasion of her home planet, Chrysalis. Wondrous Woman? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's an original character, do not steal. <laughs> Desperate to find a safe new world to live. 
She crashes on Earth and encounters a series of dangerously erotic situations. She first encounters the prehistoric snake-like monster known as the Manipogo. Is that a real cryptid or something I made up? What do you now by real cryptid? What do you mean? <laughs> I mean like an already established cryptid. Okay. I'm googling. Okay. Either I'm just gonna. Oh, yep. Yeah. Canadian folklore: the Manipogo is a lake monster said to live in Lake Manitoba. So... Keep going, turtle. Yeah. After, after barely escaping the Manipogo, Wondrous Woman then encounters two CSIS agents who take the complete possession of her as they arrest her and take her back to a secret CSIS lab. Uh, CSIS is the uh, the Canadian CIA. Okay. okay. Yeah, it makes sense. Good, good. Are they also in Lake Winnipeg? <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, that's just where the lab is. Well, I guess we know where the author's from. <laughs> there she encounters the dangerous Dr. Kanata and his brainwashed <laughs> lab assistant Julia who work together to interrogate Wondrous Woman and break Kanata her. is a neighborhood of Ottawa <laughs> oh, good. Dr. Kanata and Julia Julia, Gulia uh, interrogate Wondrous Woman and break her through a combination of pleasure and pain to Dr. Kanata's will. Warning. Explicit sex story with elements of dubious consent. Hypnosis, Yay. trans, sleep right. sex, tentacle sex, huh. dominant male, submissive Ooh, female, wow. lactation, good. anal, and BDSM. Oh, oh, good. Oh, oh my god. This is <laughs> a work Lord, of fiction. <laughs> what else can we fit in here? That's what she said. <laughs> uh, hey, my name's L. Steele, and I want to tell you about my book. Okay. Yeah. It's called the bill. Oh, sorry, we're in a category called books about billionaires. Oh boy, that's <laughs> yeah, a whole section. It's a whole section. Books about billionaires. Uh, this is uh, the billionaire's fake wife. Thanks, secret agent sixty-nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, from this is uh, number one of the Big Bad Billionaires series. <laughs> I'm a big bad billionaire. <laughs> I never should have agreed to become his fake wife. Sinclair. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Amadeus. Yeah. Wow. Sorry, this is a name. Sinclair Amadeus Sterling, <laughs> a.k.a. Mr. Superior Jackass with a God Complex. Also, my blackmailer, gulped. <laughs> the first time I met him, I need him in his very well-endowed balls. Don't ask. <laughs> I'm not gonna. Tall, dark, and gazillionaire growly pants. The only thing that sucks worse than his attitude... Is his lack of sense of humor. Sadly, he's also the one who can save my business from going bust. So when he offers me the chance to work with him, I can hardly refuse, right? Only catch. I need to be his pretend wife for, hold your breath, 30 days. The whole, I have to hold my breath the whole 30 days? I, I don't think yep. I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> I should have turned and run, but ellipses. He has the connections to help my sister's failing health, not to mention the money to wipe away my debt. And yeah, that 
sneaky video recording of him getting me off. OMFG. Wow. Yeah. I can see why this is uh, like a like a sexual character that like would yeah, want yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Besides, it's only 30 days. A It's not like I'm in danger of falling in love with London's most notorious bachelor. Then it reveals the real reason for the charade. Sorry, London. Then he reveals the real reason for the charade. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. And everything changes. Note, this is an enemies to lovers, fake marriage, billionaire romance featuring a hot, possessive billionaire and the curvy spitfire who dares to go toe-to-toe with him. Oh, that's not like Fifty Shades of Grey at all. Yeah, I really got the, really got the sense that the uh, the female character was a spitfire there. Yeah, it's, it's very different because I think she's like little in Fifty Shades and this one's curvy. That's the difference. Okay. Yeah. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, yeah. Nutshell, could you read this, uh, this excerpt from this book for us, please? Sure. It starts with a, a quote. It says, you must forgive my lips. They find pleasure in the most unusual places. A good year, Director Ridley Scott. And actually, even before that is an ad for another thing. Yes, claim your free contemporary romance box set. Summer. Slap, slap, kiss, kiss. Huh? I stare at the bartender. A.K.A. there's a thin line between love and hate. He shakes out the crimson liquid into my glass. Nah, I snort. Why would she allow him to control her and after he insulted her? It's the chemistry between them. He lowers his head. You have to admit that when the man is arrogant and the woman resists, it's a challenge to both of them to see who blinks first, huh? Oh man, it's too bad that Dracula has to take work as a bartender. (laughs) Why? I wave my hand in the air. Because they hate each other? Because, he chuckles, the girl in school whose braids I pulled and teased mercilessly is the one who I proposed to, I have. His face lights up. You get it now? Yeah, no. A headache begins to pound at my temples. This crash course in pop psychology is not why I came to my favorite bar in Islington to meet my best friend, who is, I glance at the face of my phone, 30 minutes late. Oh, what what, what amazing dialogue. These really good pros. Yeah. Yeah, you know, these, you know these what they say: kiss, kiss, slap, slap. <laughs> <laughs> no, slap, slap, kiss, kiss. Lemon, come on. Okay. Sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> um. Yeah, we got a we got a book here called Billionaire Boss. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. Look, I know that there's another book. I know that there's another book, but we're not done. But Lemon, that the... book is called Billionaire <laughs> Boss Hole. <laughs> okay. I uh, know Lemon, that there's wanna, another do... book. Do you All want right. to read? You... Can you read the review for the first one by Lucia? Yeah, yeah my name's my That's name's Lucia, point. maybe. Uh, and uh, this is a formal petition for the hero to wash his ass and balls. Is <laughs> 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 a wash his ass and balls once in this book? On, I uh, couldn't handle his mustiness seeping through the pages. <laughs> How am I supposed to get off to this? That's that's her no. That's her fancy fancy internet speak way of saying that uh, that this guy sucks. No. Musty, musty. Yep. Okay. Thank you. One out of five. Oof. Lucia does not care for. Yeah, no. Billionaire's fake no, wife. That, that guy that needs book. to go wash his musty ass. Yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, hey, Heelys. Yeah. Uh, tell us a little bit about Billionaire Boss Hole. Billionaire Boss Hole. 
Achilles. I, I, I will, but I am getting hot and bothered. So I, first, I have to say the thing I always say when I'm hot and bothered, which What's is, that? Um, "Yeah, yeah, Garfield Fatan." <laughs> And you fit it in so elegantly. (laughs) Really natural feeling. That's Uh, how you know I'm gonna start. This is our our first uh, recording uh, following garbage day. Would you like to explain what just happened? No! Okay! No! Don't! (laughs) Don't! Let's go. Hi, I'm Laura Lee. Boss hole. Boss hole. Yeah, Noun. Critics. One, a person who turns into a massive jerk ten seconds after being made supervisor. Two, an employer completely devoid of empathy or concern for anyone else. Three, a manager with whom you often disagree. Also see jerk boss, a dollar sign dollar sign hole, <laughs> and egomaniac. Wow. Do you know the swear one? Not good reads. Do you know the one thing you should never do at work? Your boss. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sadly, following that particular piece of advice is much easier said than done. I haven't had a problem with it. Yeah, disagree. (laughs) What? (laughs) It's just you, lady. It's just you. Oh, man. (laughs) How many jobs have you had? You mean you've had more than three jobs and you never fucked your boss once? Yeah, I'm I'm Yaya. How did you get those jobs? I'm Yaya Garfield Tana all over my office. (laughs) Um, Twice. Yeah. You can't bank them. <laughs> Ronan Maxwell is hands down the sexiest man I've ever met. He's, he's also Ron Atkinson. Yeah, he's also the pushiest, most demanding, most arrogant sob on the planet. And even though I can't stand him, I never stop wondering how his ridiculously pretty mouth would feel against my skin, or whether or not that bulge in his pants is as impressive as it seems. For two years, I had it under control. But then late one night, one late night, all that changed. Now that I know firsthand how electrifying his touch can be, Mm -hmm. I want him more than ever. (laughs) (laughs) Danger, danger! (laughs) Abuse a billionaire! And the longer we continue this twisted relationship, the softer my heart gets. I only have one week left to live. Yeah. <laughs> There's have, holes in my heart walls. I have no idea what the future holds, but one thing I know for sure, this man has the power to break my heart. Yeah, break, he's a bi- break, he's, break, break your heart. He's a billionaire. They, they can just do that. Yeah. yeah. Like, he could probably steal all your internal organs and get away with it. <laughs> and that's one thing I can never let happen. A Billionaire Boss holds a full length, connected standalone novel, Betting the Billionaire World. Oh, that's oh wow. Really good. The Betting the, the wow. Billionaire sim- Cinematic Universe. <laughs> Betting a Billionaire Gaiden. <laughs> this is nothing like Fifty Shades of Grey. No. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna read a short portion of I, I'm gonna read an excerpt of the excerpt that uh, that Gajan has provided with us. Cool. Yeah. Miss <clears throat> Montgomery laughed. Yeah, right. That prick is incapable of being nice, and I'm still not convinced on your theory about the size of his cock. 
His special brand of assholery tells me he's compensating for something. Plus, he drives a McLaren. I mean, come on. If that doesn't scream tiny dick, I don't know what does. I'd be more than happy to prove you wrong, sweetheart. (sighs) Fuck. Said cock was getting painfully hard just thinking about it. I pressed my open palm against my fly, willing to to calm down. I'd known Quinn Munt... Quinn Montgomery <laughs> would be trouble at the moment I laid eyes on her. Human resources handled all of the hiring around here, so I hadn't met her until her first day on the job, when I'd caught sight of her long blonde hair, those bee-stung lips and luscious curves. I'd instantly wanted to push her up against the wall and fuck her senseless. Long blonde hair, you say? Is her name short for Harley Quinn? <laughs> 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 um hey uh i don't know jack chick yeah uh we're gonna move in the category called i gotta love aliens oh no but there's another book that i'm sure is nothing like 50 shades of gray <laughs> right yeah yeah no, yeah billionaires angels down to by, the masks on the, the cover billionaires angels archangel kisses by pt no but i want to i want to go to a prime mating agency <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, read this I Married a Lizard Man book. Yeah, I Married no, a Lizard Man. I want to hear man. about the eccentric nope. billionaire Loki. <laughs> Loki D'Angelo. <laughs> oh, wow. wow. Right. <laughs> okay, so this book is called I Married a Lizard Man. It is by Regine Abel. Uh, it is the first in the Prime Mating Agency series. <laughs> Regine Abel is a USA Today best-selling author. I don't uh, believe that's a thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the tagline is uh, scaly, grumpy, but oh so cuddly. As a third daughter on the farming colony of Materion, Susan's future prospects aren't too promising. A pretty face, top-notch skills, and hard work mean nothing if your dowry doesn't include fertile lands. With her 25th birthday approaching and no suitors even remotely sniffing in her general direction, Susan will be forced to leave the family lands to work as an indentured servant in the capital city. Her only way out is to settle for an arranged marriage through the PMA, the Prime Mating Agency. She just never expected to be paired to a grumpy, massive lizard man, and above all, not to grow so fond of his scales and quirky ways. I'm imagining now that the uh, the sex the sexy character is uh, Squidward. <laughs> One hope. Sure. With everything going on, the last thing Olix needs is a mate, especially a squishy, scaleless offworlder with strange ways and an obsession with farming. He is a hunter, not a dirt digger. The seer must have been mistaken when she insisted that, for the sake of the people, he take a mate from the stars. How can such a tiny thing be their salvation? And yet, his Susan's softness is disturbingly addictive while hiding a surprising resilience. With his ancestral lands on the line and the future of the clans threatened, could this wisp of a woman turn their fate around? Could, could it? Could, could, it? could they? Are you, like you're asking me? <laughs> yes. Um, uh, Turtle, yeah, read I this book next. <laughs> I, I just discovered that uh, that Goodreads has a nice like top shelves for uh, for any book listed, and you, you see that. Uh, uh, Forty people have put this on their marriage of convenience shelf. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
It's in uh, it's in the shelves of kissing books. Yeah. What even uh, is this? Yeah. Uh, Fourteen people put it on virgin heroin. Books that made me lose friends. <laughs> <laughs> Did not finish nine people. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and uh, and turtle, you've got a you get well, you're Nina, and you've got a review of this. I am. I'm Nina Campbell. Uh, Nina, I eat my books back and forth. Campbell. Mm, great. Mm, okay. I saw this book on Instagram and was instantly intrigued because while the cover screamed Monsterotica, the blurb seemed way more sophisticated. <laughs> it was kind of giving me Last Hour of Gan and. Radiance vibes. Two books I loved. Okay. The premise is also great too. Think Harvest Moon in space. Yeah, the one thing I remember about Harvest Moon is all the lizard man fucking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> once I no, I feel like once I realized that like that you can that you can there's like girlfriends in Harvest Moon, I stopped doing any farming. <laughs> Susan is from a human colony on a planet called Materion, but only first and second daughters get married and land. Third daughters, like her, get to become indentured servants, if they're lucky. Cool. Because of this, Susan agrees to a marriage match between the Prime Mating Agency basically pairs biocompatible humans with aliens on other planets in economically beneficial arranged marriages. Basically. Basically. Susan ends up going to a planet that begins with an X. I can't remember what it's called. (laughs) (laughs) Xanadu, I hope it's Xanadu. (laughs) Xania, Xerxes, something like that. Anyway, it's populated by aliens called Aldurians. They smell terrible. <laughs> that are hunter ga- <laughs> <laughs> That are hunter gatherers who live off the land. It's incredibly fertile land, and people would like to use it for farming, and part of Susan's goal in going there is to convince the aliens about its potential. Susan's husband, Olix, is a total bay. Oh, yeah. Lizard bay. Mm-hmm. Lizard bay? <laughs> Lizard bay's trending this week. Mm. He's the clan leader and an incredibly well-respected hunter. He's also so respectful that he basically puts all human men to shame. Sign me up for the next flight out to Lizard Mandia. Okay, bye. <laughs> After an awkward wedding ceremony and an awkward (laughs) wedding night, they find Mm. out that each other's company is incredibly agreeable. The only problem is the farming. (laughs) Turns out he's got a cloaca. (laughs) Uh, No, they they, they, yeah, they say more about that (laughs) further down. Oh, good. Yeah. Great. Uh, Uh, Let's, uh, yeah, yeah, feel free to skip forward a bit. Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and list out some of the things that I really liked slash found humorous about this book. Great. All the farming. Oh, God. God. What? Great. Damn it. 
Just the two chapters where you collect the wolf pelts. <laughs> the hilarious sex scenes. Were they supposed to be hilarious? I don't know. But with lizard men with retracto dicks whose splooge came... Whose splooge come that tastes like cotton candy. <laughs> you can't huh. expect me not to laugh. That's disturbing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cotton candy jizz. Alright, never mind. Yeah. I'm fine with it. It's mm-hmm. fine. It's fine. It's, uh, it's, it's, uh, this ain't Killer Clowns from Outer Space, XXX. Uh, Marriage of Convenience. High oh, no, key, you, one of... You, you, you oh. forgot part of the hilarious sex scenes. Oh, I did, you know, I did forget part of hilarious sex scenes, you're right. <laughs> Thank you, Nacho. Yeah. <laughs> also, he is so pleased at the honor of being her first that he wears her blood-stained bed sheets. Jesus Christ! OMG! Vagina haver here! Um, if it's her first time yep. or, or his first time or uh-huh. their first time yep. and they bleed yep. you did it wrong! You <laughs> injured them! Mm, you no. suck! Mm, would you say like a... would you say that if he's a lizard man with a retracto dick? <laughs> he still he sucks. Like a disadvantage. Uh, marriage of convenience. High key, one of my favorite tropes, and it's handled really well here. Mm-hmm. Is it favorite? That's your favorite thing yeah. in porn is when people are married for convenience. Uh all right. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't like the. I don't like anything else that they well, like here. This is all there. bad. Yep. Great. All right. Well, but you're honestly blown away by how fun it was. So, uh, Healy's. What the fuck did you find? <laughs> the Healy's found a couple things, and I like them both. I like a lot of them. What's that? What's that first thing you found? Um. Well, let me read the description to you, then I'll tell you what it is. Great. Um, Thank you. This is by Fanny Tucker. Cajoled into joining her friend Jennifer at Miami's Hottest Nightclub, Naomi has little hope of finally meeting the man who can satisfy her strange, unfulfilled fantasies. When she meets Chuck, she quickly realizes that his obsession with all things big makes him the perfect man for her kinky desires. Things really heat up when he gets Naomi home and she reveals the true nature of her lust. Uh, This is the story Nostril Fucked by the Micropenis. Um, uh, surprise! Can I can I can I read you the titles to the, to the rules of the the the, the tingle verse title thing, but not yeah. the spirit. Nope. Yeah. Can I can I read you the titles of a few uh, other books by Fanny Tucker? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, please. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, Garden Gnome Gangbang. Okay. Okay. Uh, Ravaged by the Gingerbread Man. Yep, that makes sense. Uh, yeah. I fucked the puppet, and then sure. I by the, the groceries. <laughs> Yeah, I fuck. I fuck the puppet. That one has an average of three point two stars. That's a very good book cover. Uh, uh, hey, uh, bless. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my name's uh, MJ Edwards. Mm-hmm. Experience satisfaction like no other. Have you ever needed to go so bad it hurt, <laughs> and when you finally went, how did it make you feel? Pretty good. Good? Of course oh, yeah, it did. Yeah. Of course it did. Don't be afraid yeah. to admit it. 
Stella Stipsy has been in the bathroom so long, she's forgotten just how good a satisfying poo can be. <laughs> Until one day, she lays one out that makes her feel so alive, she realizes something that exhilarating must have a higher purpose. It must be here for a reason. Because when you have the perfect poo, our emotions can get the better of us. Or could it really be true love? Her in the toilet? <laughs> Two people are currently reading this. 87 people <laughs> want to read this. <laughs> like right now as we speak. <laughs> also, uh, under the covers with a with a flashlight. <laughs> with a flashlight in it. Um, I want to tell you a little bit about Accidentally Faded. Oh, cool. Great. A, a rejected mate sci-fi romance by Athena Storm and Tara Star. Okay. Uh, this has an average review of a rating of 4.29. Most people welcome. And this, I, I will say, if you're, uh, if you're listening to this podcast, uh, please take a moment at some point. Not if you're driving, but if, uh, just look at the document. There's a picture of the cover of this book, and it is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, no description could do it justice. Yeah. It is absolutely amazing. Uh, yeah, no, I think the description is, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay, there you go. If we had Frank West here, we could do a better uh, interpretation of it. Uh, most people welcome their fated mates with open arms, right? Yeah. yeah. No. Oh. Why did I have to get the one man in the universe not interested in love? The handsome Dragonian warrior with the killer body ruined my life. Literally. He's the reason my lab is a smoking pile of rubble. My condo is in flames and my life's work is gone. So what if he saved me multiple times? Let's not even mention how my body came to life when he carried me to safety. His strong, muscled arms held me so close to our hearts beat in unison. I feel like you're mentioning it right now. Mm, yeah, that's sweet and all, but let's talk about my ruined life. Great! Yay! <laughs> yeah, how after him I'm ruined for any other man. How my mind is ruined with excitement when I'm next to him. How my body has been ruined with the desire for his touch. My whole life is gone. I'm completely at the mercy of his hungry eyes and cold heart. I don't want to love him. I should hate him. But I kind of love to hate him. Because, oh <laughs> because, yeah, we may argue, but the making up, it's so explosive. Uh, authors note, this is a completely standalone novel set in the Athenaverse. Even if you've never come into the Athenaverse, you'll be able to enjoy this science fiction romance that has no cliffhangers or cheating and guaranteed happily ever after. Oh, don't spoil it. That's, that's oh, nice. Right. Traditional marriage. Good. Um, and Jack Chick, could you read this short excerpt from this book, from chapter four? Yeah, this, is, uh, this chapter is called Ashley. My scientific brain was infuriated at the throbbing hormone that stood before me. <laughs> Singular? <laughs> what? Guess so. Yeah. My, okay. I don't understand why this is confusing. My scientific brain <laughs> was infuriated at the throbbing horn- hormone that stood before me. Mm-hmm. I forget. Uh, nutshell: are, are women's minds bifurcated into scientific and unscientific brains? <laughs> Absolutely, they are. Okay. 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 Good. Thank you. 
oblivious to the amount of destruction he had unleashed around him. Other parts of me were thinking all sorts of other things. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> but that was the unscientific brain, so I can't really tell. Did I That's leave a complete the sentence. On? <laughs> things that made no logical sense. With a stunning amount of effort, I pushed those thoughts aside. We stood eye to eye, daring the other to, brink, to blink. I had to admit, watching him get dressed down was very satisfying, as was watching his muscles clench in frustration. Damn it, move on, Renee. I'm sure there was a scientific explanation for these conflicting thoughts, but I wasn't too interested in exploring that right now, and it seemed I wouldn't have the chance. Not right away, anyway. This is one of the virginiest books we've ever read. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to hear more of it. <laughs> uh, the next book in the document is uh, called I Promise for Vor. And it's about a person uh, named Vor, and it doesn't seem to be about eating people, so that's boring. No, no, no. Boo. 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 Uh, but, uh, but Lemon, tell us about uh, Demon on the Down Low. Oh, sorry. We're shif- we're shifting and yeah, monster we're sh- loving. We're in shifting and monster loving. There's a picture of a guy pretending to be Edward Snowden on the cover of this <laughs> book. So we're pretty happy. Uh, yeah. So but, this is in this is Supernatural uh, Selection number three. What? Yeah. What? Read the read the little bit of text in the on on the the fake Polaroid on the uh, the cover. Of this, oh, yeah. That's on, yeah. That's on a so, snare drum, so, it Yeah, seems? Demon on the download. Download has a hyphen in it, uh, Supernatural Selection. And then yeah. uh, there's a little Polaroid. Caption on the Polaroid says, Goodem Wultum Nist Rule. No PDA. Discretion a must, or there will be hell to pay. Okay. <laughs> Great. After after decades of... Uh, this is a 4.21, so pretty good. Pretty good. It's over 554 good. ratings. Good. Uh, after decades of unrequited love, this kangaroo will jump at, at the chance for a date. Any date. Lovelorn kangaroo shifter Hamish Mulhern, <laughs> the drummer for the hit rock band Hunter's Moon, <laughs> waited years for the band's sh- jaguar shifter bassist to notice him. <laughs> oh, God, J.J. Abrams is such a good writer. Oh, dude, it's, Instead, it's, what? You're just, you're just right there in the world, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Instead, she's just gotten married and is in a thriving poly relationship. Oh, we're here already. Okay, cool. How is Hamish supposed to compete with that? Hamish. But Hamish? Okay, great. Uh, how is Hamish supposed to compete with that? Probably differently. Uh, but with everyone else, the band mate the in the band mated and revoltingly happy. He needs somebody. Since he can't expect true love to strike twice. He signs up with supernatural selection because what the hell? Did, did, did true love strike once? Yeah, yeah. It was only Un- a glancing unrelated, blow. Unrelated to this bl- to this blur. <laughs> you didn't read the pre the pre blurb. There's it, a whole thing, right? No, is it is it is it true love with the uh, the bassist who does not like him or care about him? <laughs> perhaps, perhaps, yeah. yeah. Like, one thing we've learned from this document is that love looks weird. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, all right. Uh, Love looks weird and walks funny. (laughs) When Zeke Oz was placed at Supernatural Selection through the SHIELD work release program, 
He thought he was the luckiest demon alive, but when he seems responsible for several massive matchmaking errors, he's put on notice. Find the perfect match for Hamish, or get booted back to Sheol for good. The only catch? He's got to do it without the agency's matchmaking spells. What? But how's he going to do that? And Hamish simply will not engage. It's like a it's like a casual phone game, but a book. <laughs> but but Zeke starts to believe that all the reason the reason all of Hamish's dates fizzle is because nobody in the database is good enough for him. And mm. Hamish realizes that his perfect match might be the cute demon who's trying so hard to make him happy. That's oh. not a plot. That's not a plot to a book. That's not you forgot to have a plot. Oh, well, you know, phrasing complex is here and has some objections to make about it. Oh, no. Russell has unfortunately confused a British dialect with the Australian language, which really pee-buying dollar-dollared me off. No? No? No. No. Just to note a few, bollocks, sod, and in it are all predominantly British. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Especially, oh, big bold here. Especially in it. Yeah. Tea kettle. Holy crap! If someone said that here, they would forever be nicknamed Tea kettle, and it would likely end up on their gravestone. Here lies Tea kettle so and so. Nice. Real good. <laughs> real good. Good routine. Are there no tea kettles? Like, there's no... Like, how do you make tea in Australia? I don't understand. Let him keep reading. No, they just drink Vegemite. You put it in a tea swabbler. Oh, of course, a tea swabbler. Australians do not say arsover tea kettle. End of story. All right. Great. Bogan is a term akin to redneck. One would not disparage oneself by thinking, I am a total bogan, as a reaction to a screw-up. God, I'm just drifting between Australian and British and kind of New Zealandish, and part of the problem is every time I read a just word, like it fucks me book. up. Just like this book! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's appropriate. <laughs> it also only came in the 1980s and, therefore, would be lost on this character. He should have called himself a dropkick drongo. <laughs> the Victorians didn't send the convicts to Botany Bay as they were still the English then. Australia had yet to even be named Australia. Victoria didn't even exist yet. Virtually no Aussie would make that mistake, especially because of the still prevalent controversy slash animosity regarding that period of Australian history. They really don't like it if you call them pommies. And as the character is supposed to be Australian. Yeah, fucking colonials. I know there should be some leniency to give way for creativity and suspension of reality, but this just feels like misrepresentation that could have been easily counteracted. Evidently, I feel strongly about this matter. I wanted... This where kangaroo is offensive. I wanted more realism in my fucking kangaroo jaguar book. (laughs) (laughs) 
Kangaroo Jack? More like Kangaroo Jack off. Oh. Hey, uh, hey, Nutshell. Yeah. Uh, you're you're gonna take the role of Scarlet Hyacinth here. Oh boy! Oh, isn't that a kind Scarlet, of? Isn't that a kind Scarlet of parrot? Hyacinth. <laughs> Scarlet Hyacinth. <laughs> it's a color of a flower. Uh, oh, oh, good. This has, I. I, I read forward in this a little bit, and it this has all This is a Siren publishing classic. Fun stuff. Siren classic, man love, erotic, alternative, paranormal romance, MM, shapeshifters, like BDSM, spanking, and sex toys. The one that they don't mention here is Mpreg! Yeah, that's just a, it's just fun when it sneaks up on you. Yeah. <laughs> Sushi or soulmate? What a ridiculous question. There is no doubt in Shark Shifter Byron's mind that what he feels for Seymour Skyler is genuine. But Byron is well oh. aware of the difference between them. He is a monster, and that puts sweet-natured Skyler out of his reach. In his fear of hurting Skyler, he pushes the seahorse away. But when Skyler's attacked, Byron knows he cannot stay away from Skyler anymore. Skyler has always been searching for his soulmate, that special person he would share his life and innocence with. When he meets Byron, he instantly feels the bond between them. In Byron's power and forcefulness, he finds an anchor. But even as they attempt to build a life together, there are still many challenges ahead. When Skyler unexpectedly becomes pregnant, because he's a seahorse, guys! Byron will have to deal with fatherhood, even though that's not how seahorses work! Um, <laughs> with fatherhood, and protect his new family from an unexpected threat. So the... So the one man shapeshifts from a man into a shark, and the yep. other man shapeshifts from a man into a seahorse. Yep. Are they the same sizes as each other? Like, yeah, is, it a, is it a real small shark or a real big seahorse? Really, there's no good and happy answer for that, okay. Lemon. <laughs> Lemon, aren't you looking at the picture of the cover? <laughs> oh, they are the same size. You're right. They are the same size. Okay. The okay. cover makes right. it look like yep. the shark is like his hand. <laughs> like they're, they're trying to look at each other's eyes, but they both have eyes on the sides of their faces. So it's really hard to yeah. they, can only, they can only do it one eyeball at a time. Uh, my name's Otilia, and I gave this a 2.5. Okay. I learn all kinds of things when I read MM, like the fact that sharks have two dicks. Uh, I don't think that's right. Nope. That's, that's what How I read in this. How many penises <laughs> Skyler do sharks is a have? Skyler's a seahorse shifter, and he's had the hots for Byron, the shark shifter, for a while, but Byron's not interested. Or at least that's what Skyler thinks. In fact, Byron is very interested, but is afraid of hurting the delicate-looking Skyler with his massive size and BDSM kinks. He's also afraid of scaring him off with his the two dicks thing. But Skyler finds that he's enjoying he enjoys pain and having two cocks inside him. So it's all good. Okay, yeah. so um, <laughs> Discovery says that actually sharks do have two penises, sort of. Known as claspers, these two reproductive organs are only on male sharks. The writing of the plot made me roll my eyes so much. I thought they'd fall out of my head, but I decided I'd just go with it and turned out to be an okay read. It's the fifth in the series. (laughs) (laughs) There's a whole whole universe here that we really have to... You know what the series is, right? You know what the series is. The series is called called the Mate or Meal series. Uh, It started out with the Wham Who Cried wolf right then there was mm-hmm. the wolf who hatched an egg right which is a okay. uh, wolf slash swan mm-hmm. um 
Then there is uh, the love he squirreled away. Um, that one is uh, wolf slash squirrel, obviously. Uh, then there is the lynx who claimed the sun. Uh, I, I think it's a hummingbird. Lynx and a hummingbird, it looks like. Uh, then the shark who rode a seahorse. We're familiar. Then the gazelle who caught a lion. <laughs> Perfect. I, I then, was except I still running, don't know. We're kind of running a little low, so it's the demon who fed on a shark. <laughs> <laughs> then it's the seahorse who loved the wrong links. So, like, that's a oh. real, that's a genuine fish out of water situation. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then there's the links who purred for a, a side prince, uh, the half breed who found his other half. The swan who flew after a wolf. Oh my god, we keep going. <laughs> okay, yeah, back to my review. Stop. There I'm, was a. I'm there really were a only couple interested things. in this two cocks thing. Like, do I need to read <laughs> all these other books? <laughs> See, they're not actually cocks, though. They're just modified pelvic. Things. There were a couple things that I didn't like. I wanted more BDSM. <laughs> there was some mild spanking and one whipping at the beginning, and then nothing until the very end. After all the talk from Byron about has, how past lovers couldn't keep up with them, it was a bit of a letdown. Was the spanking while you were in shark and seahorse form? <laughs> was was the shark spanking <laughs> the, the oh, seahorse with a fin? The answer to that's going to be disappointing, so let's just okay. say yes. All right, all right, great. Uh, the other thing is Skylar is not telling Byron he could get pregnant. That was just not cool. When Byron was completely shocked that he knocks Skylar up and then yells at him that maybe you should have let Byron know that this could happen, Byron's excuse is, I didn't know how to tell you. Then Byron is the one that feels bad for yelling at him. Ugh, that shit bugs me a lot. And then, a, and then yeah, it's <laughs> great. Still, this was better than the dolphins, but not as good as the Arca. I'll just stop there. Okay, great. Fantastic. <laughs> um, hey. Hey, Heelys. Yeah, what's up? Um, we're, we're moving into the category of undead lovers. Of course. Yeah, could you just, like, I don't know, tell us a little bit about the first book in this category? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you mean kickboxer in the haunted gay gym? Yeah, that's the one. Oh, no, there's a kickboxer in this haunted gay gym. That person um, looks like they have too many abs. Yeah, yeah, this person's got a 12-pack. <clears throat> Corey's a handsome kickboxer with a blown-out knee. Down in his luck and out of a job, he gets a letter in the mail. He's won a free lifelong membership to a legendary gym. But wait... Wasn't that closed down? The Hanan gym was closed down, but it's reopening just for Corey. <laughs> the ghosts need a hot jock body medium to contact the earth again. And in this gym, you'll be tantalized by the ghosts and spirits of sex and lust and ways his tight athletic body has never seen before. The ghosts of day sex will visit Corey. <laughs> Three times. <laughs> and, uh, and go ahead and, and please just read a short excerpt from this. Corey's jockstrap slid down his beefy thighs and dropped to the floor. He let a small moan go as he felt an electric tingles circle his thickening cock. Electric tingles of sensation began tracing up his body over his rippling abs and across his rock-hard pecs. Corey could feel his shirt being pulled up and over his head. He watched as it floated gently to the floor. 
He couldn't see anything in the long, full-length mirror but himself floating in the air as a blue electric glow crackled around him. His whole body felt wonderful as the energy concentrated on certain parts of his body. Two weeks ago, Corey got a card in the mail. He had won a raffle and the first prize of a lifelong <laughs> membership to Wilson's Gym. <laughs> the strange thing was Corey didn't remember, any, remember entering any raffle, and the even stranger thing was he thought that Wilson's had been closed for years. The strangest Aww. thing is that apparently uh, ghosts can use the postal service. Yeah, there's <laughs> a lot of strange things in electric tingles. Yep, yep. <laughs> Uh, coming about to the end here, Jack Chick. Hi. Uh, hi. Uh, uh, take a, take take the description of Daisy Harris's book here. Oh, are you talking about uh, 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 Lust After Death? Uh, Love Bots Number One. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and also the, this. I don't know what this heading at the top means. Alora's Cave Twilight. Yeah. Lust Lust After Death is my favorite Love and Rockets album. In the Pacific Northwest, where life hurries to keep pace with technology, a reanimated bride named Josie struggles to escape her creator and to find her identity in the half-erased circuitry of her mind and body. Assassin Bane Connor? Good. Good man. Good man. Good character. Just wants to get the girl to the zombie underground and receive his payoff, a mental reset that will erase his memories as well as his guilt. But an attack by a rival faction derails his rescue, and the wide-eyed female, female, who's... Female! (laughs) The wide-eyed female! I will claim as my prize! Whose circuitry requires a husband tears at his hardened heart and ignites desire like he's never known. Acting as Josie's spouse substitute is tougher than Assassin Bane Connor expected. (laughs) The newborn Stein needs touch to live? And what? And wanting her is a complication he doesn't need. To make matters worse, she sees into the darkest recesses of his mind. The last thing a killer wants is for his lover to read his thoughts. But if Josie can love him the way he's programmed, perhaps assassin Bane Connor can find a way to heal his past. Aww. A table available for assassin Bane Connor. Bane Connor. Bane Connor, report to the courtesy phone. Uh, yeah, and go ahead and read read the uh, the excerpt. No, sorry, it's not an excerpt. It's a, re- it's a review Radio. by Kelly. Uh, sorry, uh, nutshell. Yes. Could you be Kelly? I could try. Oh, guys! Oh, guys! I swear to you that this book was written expressly for me. There are zombie-type folks who fall in love and have dirty, dirty sex while being hunted down by a nefarious evil corporation. Bliss! Did I mention the part about the dirty sexin? That was nice. Ben and Josie have excellent chemistry. Even when he's trying to keep his distance, Ben is drawn to her. Her particular quirk, needing touch to survive, puts him in the position of getting very personal very fast. And it worked. 
It totally worked. I loved that Josie was basically a clean slate when it came to sex. She got to learn things as they happened. Oh, boy. <laughs> I liked that, and I love that Bane had the opportunity to explain what to call his parts. Thumbs up. Okay. Honest to gosh, I had a lot of fun with this book. It had the sex that I like, the bad guys who were creepy scary, and enough sparks to set a house on fire. Zombie love. Who knew it could be so fun? Wow. Wow. She wow. sounds fun. Yeah, I'm a, uh, <laughs> she sounds like something. It's the sexy I'm, a, like. I'm honestly entirely enraptured by the uh, by the Lovebot series <laughs> by uh, Daisy Harris. Lemon, could you read the description to the uh, second book in the series that I just pasted? In yeah, the, uh, so this Discord? is Studenstein. Uh, by the way, you you said uh, you said you, you know uh, nutshell. I'm, I'm oh. sorry, you didn't appreciate Daisy Harris's work because uh, you said that zombies. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, Daisy yeah, Harris works in the Frankenstein. Yeah, she, yeah, she works in the, the Stein uh, genre. They're, they're reanimated. <laughs> right. By science, as that's, opposed yeah, to the Stein, curses Stein or yes. Stein, it's the Stein genre. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Frank and Ben Stein. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> oh, no. Anyway, book two in the Lovebot series. A man built for sex. A woman who wants more. Freedom fighter Shawnee, freedom fighter Shawnee Brown is determined to drag the ungrateful Royce back to her team in Seattle. Despite his denial of mistreatment, she wants to give him a chance at a better life. Due to her horrific past as an unlicensed love bot, <laughs> Shawnee never plans to have sex again. But Royce's makers punish him remotely with crippling pain. His only escape is to orgasm. <laughs> Good. It's pretty much crank. It's pretty much crank now. Oh, okay. Good, yeah. Never one to turn her back on a job, Shani finds herself servicing him and soon after caring for him. Lovebot Royce Harden wasn't looking to be rescued, especially not from the San Francisco BDSM club where he was having a perfectly good time. But rescued he was by a hellcat bent on delivering him to her people. As Royce starts to trust Shani, he begins to dream of freedom, but freedom comes with a price. Royce must face his vanity, his makers, and even the loss of his sexual upgrades. What? He's going to be the man that Shawnee does. No, yeah, he has to start over at level one. Oh. <laughs> to turn in all of, oh, it's... all of his gear. Does he have to go so through the it's... tutorial zone again? <laughs> it's the Metroid of robot fuckbooks. <laughs> Uh, and, and Turtle, uh, there's uh, fortunately this is a, a completed trilogy. Um, and there's a book, a third book in it called Built for It. <laughs> book three in the Lovebot series. When a riot erupts in Built Four's Stein Building Lab, the Alpha Stein Key drags a submissive young lab assistant into his cage. Key's been studying the human. Ben's sad eyes and slender form call to Key, urging him to equal parts lust and possessiveness. Prisoner to the Alpha, Ben surrenders to the Stein's fierce determination and gentle seductions. He's long hated his job, feeling like a monster for following his boss's orders, especially once he's seen intelligence flickering in the Alpha's green eyes. 
If keys to escape, he needs Ben's help to learn about the world outside the laboratory. A world full of people, sex, and experiences. Key's only beginning to discover. Experiences, you say? Okay. (laughs) What do you call this, human? It's a Krispy Kreme! You're gonna love them! (laughs) Guilt-ridden over the things he's done, Ben can only forgive himself if the Alpha forgives his sins first. Jack Jack Chick just found the website for Kelly Apple. And Kelly Apple, uh, Kelly Apple's promise to the reader is that, yes, I will write weird porn, like weird interspecies porn, but it'll always be a happily ever after guarantee yeah. at the end. That's great. <laughs> it's always guaranteed. Kelly is, uh, is, uh, that lovely reviewer that, uh, Nutshell just read. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've actually heard of The Haunted Vagina. I've heard of Carlton yeah, yeah. Mellick III, because he's a bizarro fiction writer. He does sure. all the, oh. there was one... Oh, yeah, and he lives in Portland, Oregon, too. Uh, he wrote one about uh, killer clowns made out of candy who, yeah. who who eat people, but somebody falls in love with one. And, yeah. Nice. Kelly's written a lot of books. Uh, Jack, check, sorry, there's one other one you found that, I, that I, I'm, really, I'm really excited by. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, um, you know, uh, we're, we're, it's already October when we're recording this, uh, knowing our... Uh, Knowing our release schedule, it'll probably be jan- January when it comes out. So uh, maybe. that's maybe. generous. <laughs> so uh, yeah, uh, this one is called "A Partridge in a Pregnancy," just in time for Christmas. And a pregnancy it doesn't work now. Nope, sure doesn't. Quite scan. There are a lot of places I'd rather spend Christmas Eve morning than on a cold, snowy sidewalk outside someone else's home. I'd kill to be sitting beside a fireplace, drinking cocoa, wearing flannel pajamas, and reading a book. Instead, I'm here, standing in front of my one-night stand's house, working up the courage to ring the doorbell and tell him I'm pregnant. Why, why are you Nixon? <laughs> I thought he was. I thought he was going for Garrison Keillor. <laughs> okay. No, I was doing Nixon. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> no, I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> I mean, both sexy men, both sexy, yeah, yeah, yeah. equally. I hate that term, one night stand. It sounds so cheap and sleazy. Tobias Holiday is neither of those things. He's handsome and caring, witty and charismatic, and once a long time ago, he was mine. Our one-night reunion was only supposed to be a hookup, a fling with an old lover, a parting farewell before I moved to London, Ontario, and put my feelings for him an ocean away. How exactly am I supposed to explain to Tobias that I'm having a baby, his baby? Maybe I could sing it. He always loved the silly songs I made up in the shower. Three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge, and a pregnancy. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Uh, hilarious. Add that to your holiday caroling repertoire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Book three in a Christmas series. <laughs> okay, F+, plus, what do you think we learned uh, from all this? Like, like... Okay, first of all, there's only, apparently, there's only, like, three different porn books, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's, like, there, there's like, three different porn books that exist, and we're just going to keep writing them hundreds of thousands of and, times. And they're just basically young adult novels where they aged up the characters and put in smut. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, sometimes yeah. there's cowboys. We didn't read any yeah. of those, but sometimes there are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but that, but that's not that's not a new story just because there's cowboys. <laughs> but it could be. But so what, much soccer what, themed erotica. What if the cowboys like a dinosaur shifter though? Is it a new story yeah. then? Yeah, that would definitely be a new I'm story. I'm pretty sure that's right a Chuck Tingle book pounded in the ass by a, a dinosaur shifter cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, so is a like I is 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 it, is it a, like are they doing the work of a cowboy as the dinosaur or do they switch from being the dinosaur to the cowboy? But I, I like the idea of just being like a a normal nerdy person and then they switch into a cowboy dinosaur. With a, I, I with like a hat. I like the idea yeah, of a dinosaur who just turns into a cowboy at, uh, during the full moon. Well, we we already knew that about you. <laughs> <laughs> like, like all of a sudden, I, I, he's he's still T Rex, but like a little hat, like spontaneously appears on his head, and he goes goes around saying, "Howdy, howdy, howdy, I'm a cowboy." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was I was actually really surprised that there was le- that that there was so little variation in what we what we ended up reading tonight. I feel like there's there's a lot of I mean I feel like there's like like in any other form right I mean this is a very like internet form and so because it's sort of profit motive like everyone's kind of driven by the same algorithm you know well and so, I think like, it's also because it's it, it's low tier romance novels it's all the all the creativity is in. Oh, this guy's some weird alien, and this girl's like a human, probably. Um, <laughs> yeah, and that's that's like where all the creativity goes, and then it's like just yeah. everything else is just boilerplate cookie cutter. Yeah, it's a caveman and a woman, and then they go on ninety-five dates, and they have really good sex, and it's really great. Spoiler alert or or shocking revelation: I sure. do I have read some romance novels in my life. Sure, sure yeah. and uh, I'm. Some of them are, you know, actually pretty good. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But but that's like and then there's all of these. <laughs> yeah, I mean I mean I mean genre fiction, right? You're going to have like there's good stuff and bad stuff in any given genre. Like Yeah, like horror, you know, that it could either be groundbreaking and cool or it could be slasher slashes all the teenagers and and whatever it's, it's so okay. groundbreaking and cool. They're just they're just silly. Yeah, yeah, and and the, and the other thing we're seeing in this is that like are the the, the people reaching to be the next Fifty Shades, and the people yeah. that re- reaching to read the next Fifty Shades, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's, that's what they, they they know what they like, and that's what they like. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, so and if you, <laughs> I mean, it's you know, it's 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 pretty it's pretty uh, like the thing about like E. L. James specifically is that like is that like. I mean, she's she's a great aspirational figure because, like, if you're mm-hmm. if you're a dog shit writer, right? Like, you can be like, well, this woman called herself fucking Snow Dragon. <laughs> like, she called herself Ice Dragon Moon Queen and wrote and wrote Twilight porn and made a gazillion dollars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And and if you uh, write Twilight porn and want to make no dollars, you can come to Ball Pit. That's B A L L P dot I T. Thank you. <laughs> Awkward Bye. silence. Bye. <laughs> mm, young Hummer. Hey. 
figure out what I'm gonna do today. Have a youth, I want something sexy and come my way. I got a treat for you and you're gonna like it. I hear those giggles, go ahead and get excited. You say in bed that your man is a lame guy. Having sex with him is just like watching paint dry. Damn, I really hope that that ain't true. But if it is, here's what I'm gonna do for you. And when you get here, I'm not just gonna bang it. I'ma smash it too, so let's just say I'm gonna sing it. Let me sing it, girl. Smash it in, babe. Let me sing it, girl. Smash it in, babe. Let me sing it, girl. Smash it in, smash it. The way I work that kitty, gonna make your heart sing. Just under the covers with a flash, a flashlight. It's a flashlight. Honey, honey. You got a flashlight stuck into a flashlight. <laughs> it stabilizes it. As if they've never made a glow-in-the-dark flashlight. Have they made one with an LED light, though? Dark. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I want, I want one that I can bring to, my, to the flashlight forums and the flashlight forums. It's probably alien-themed, and they call it Area 69 or something stupid like that. Oh, that's, Google that's, wants me to know the should, search page. You should well, design flashlights. <laughs> <laughs> I should just write the names for them. Yeah. Yeah. 